0: We had just moved in just about a week ago, and uh, she said the lady that lived there before me said that she uh, would like to take Bible studies, and she thought it was me, but it wasn't me. Hmm. But I did say yes.
1: This is Camus And this is Kylie. Welcome to God is Real, God is Good, a podcast where we collect stories about God working in people's lives through big, miraculous ways all the way down to small, everyday things everybody this is Camus, and welcome to this week's episode of god is real god is good and this week i have siley with me and siley goes to church with us oh my goodness i just love siley so much um (laughs) is one of the ladies that taught me how to sew and she goes out and she helps me with bible studies and she is just a really really great lady and so i asked her to share her testimony with us today so siley why don't you tell everybody where you're from
0: I was born in Finland, and uh, during the Second World War, my father, who was an engineer, worked from home, and he had to watch me. I was three years old. My sister was a year and a half, Mm -hmm. and my older sister was six, and my mother was away having her fourth child. And so uh, she couldn't take care of us. Hmm. So my dad took care of us. And uh, the Second World War had started because I was born in 1940. And in 1943, it was already, uh, the war was going on. Mm -hmm. And somehow Finland kind of got into it because a bomb fell on the parking lot of a hospital that was just a block down from where we lived. Oh, wow. So my father was very concerned about our, our well-being, so he, I guess, the mayor in Helsinki must have come up with the plan of somehow rescuing children out of the area. And they came up with a plan that all the children could be put on a train and travel up north yeah. into the northern part of Finland, cross over into Sweden. And Sweden was neutral during mm-hmm. the Second World War, so we would have a safe haven. Mm. And uh, that is what happened. I do not remember it because I don't remember... To three years old but my yeah. sister remembers it and she remembers dad telling her that yeah. you three girls need to stay together mm. and you make sure that you stay together now how does a six-year-old know how to do that well what happened was we we were sent to Sweden mm-hmm. we had these uh name tags around our necks and with our name and where we were from and and so that we would be able to go back home when the war was over.
1: Yeah.
0: So the first day, and I do remember being in a bed and being cold. I do remember that. And it was a crib because there were like bars around the, the bed. Mm. And I remember, I didn't cry, but I remember waking up and being cold. And that's my first memory of that. (laughs) But my sister, she became quite upset when uh, kind-hearted people came to look at us Mm. to decide who they wanted to take home and keep at their house until the war was over. Yeah. And two very nice ladies came to uh look at me and my little sister. I know that's her name. Oh. They said they would take us home. Mhm. Well, Pierio, my older sister, started crying and not no one could comfort her
1: mm. because
0: she knew that dad said you need to stay together. Yeah. So these very nice ladies that took care of us said, we have a friend that Pirio can go and stay with because we know them. And we have a summer place on the lake that we go every summer. And the children, the girls, me, my little sister, Pirio, we could see each other. Mm -hmm. So then she, somebody must have translated that to her because... She couldn't speak Swedish. Yeah. Uh, Somebody must have asked her in Finnish, and she was able to settle down, and she was okay with that. Mm -hmm. So off we went to these two kind ladies' um, flat. They lived in a kind of a very fancy apartment. It was the best one in the building. They both worked at the telegraph office, and they went to work on bicycles. Oh. And I think in the winter they skied to work because there was no other way you can go on the ice and snow. Yeah. Anyway, we were loved. And I do remember that very well because I had dreams about them when I was older and I missed them. Aww. So they were kind to us.
1: That's good.
0: But the first night, they told us that we wouldn't come out from underneath the kitchen table. So they put pillows and blankets under there for me and my little sister. And uh, that was the beginning of our stay in Umeå, Sweden. Hmm. And I was was there for four years. Yeah, wow. And didn't see our parents in, in all that time. In the summertime, they brought us to the lake, and um we went on bicycles. So I sat on the seat behind one of the ladies, and my sister sat in a, a little baby basket in front of the other lady.
1: Yeah. and
0: off we went pedaling to the lake. Hmm. And the first time we went there, there was still ice on the on the lake, so we we I think we walked over on the lake on the ice because we wanted to check how the place was, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a nice place. They had a well, but they didn't have electricity and they didn't have inside plumbing. Mm-hmm. They had an outhouse. And so we took a bath in the lake later on when it got warm. They got us matching terry cloth bathrobes with a hood and we walked down to the lake with our toothbrush and soap. Oh and we took our night nightly bath in the lake brushed our teeth first
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and then we walked back up into the house the house is re- really kind of precious she had um hanging baskets of petunias all around the bottom porch and i remember that it was so it was so pleasant and beautiful there mm. We didn't mind not having running water. They had a well, so they brought in a pail of water every day
1: mm-hmm.
0: or more. Yeah. And that's what we, and and they made, uh, they had a little, um, uh, what do you call it, a pantry on the floor of the kitchen, a trap door. You lift it up and you went down. It was cool down there, a little cold, what do you call it, a root cellar. Yeah. A root cellar. And she had uh, she made homemade yogurt, only it was like soup. We ate it like soup with a spoon. It was interesting hmm. and they had blueberries that grew all around there, and we had blueberries in with it and I don't know how they transported food all the way out there for us every day, but they did
1: hmm.
0: and we were we were happy and they they uh, provided us with warm clothes. Uh, they had a whole closet full of clothes that was like a walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. And they would take some of their dresses and and have a dressmaker make clothes for us out of their clothes that they didn't wear anymore. Aww, I think they're economical people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my father... He didn't want to go back in the Finnish army because he had he had gotten pneumonia. Mm-hmm. So he said we're all going to move to Sweden. This was after the war was over. Mm-hmm. And we went back home to Helsinki and I started school in a Swedish speaking school in Finland mm-hmm. because we couldn't speak Finnish anymore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And and we listened we we could understand our parents however because we heard it um in the home all the time but we couldn't speak it mm. so we would answer in swedish <laughs> anyway we moved to sweden and then we my dad got a job in tranwas smoland which is sort of like uh central southern sweden mm. and it was we lived in the country. We rented a the upstairs of a farmhouse. Once I remember going to church there in the Lutheran church, mm-hmm. uh, we went by sled uh-huh. and it w- and had jingle bells on it. <laughs> and I remember we had we had warm blankets covering us, so we'd be warm going to church. Mm-hmm. And that was um, my earliest recollection of going to church then we moved into town because we had to have more room my mother had one more child my brother Mm. Anders was born in Sweden oh so now my mother has five children wow that's a lot and the my other brother was born while we were in in Sweden Uh, his name was uh, Ron or Rauno In Spanish. Mm. And anyway, we uh, lived in Sweden, uh, I guess, about until I was 11. Mm. And then my dad told us we were all moving to America, but we had to go by way of Canada. Mm. So we sold everything that we had, and my dad got us tickets, and we... Went to Germany, got on this big ocean liner, the Columbia. Hmm. We traveled across the Atlantic Ocean and took 10 days, and it wasn't May. So it was, uh, we didn't have any really bad storms, but Mm -hmm. we did all get seasick somewhat. Yeah, 10 days on the ocean might do that. Yeah. But we traveled down the St. Lawrence River into Canada and got off at Montreal. Hmm. And then my dad had a sponsor that sponsored his... He had a job waiting Hmm. in Canada. And I don't know how he managed to speak English, but somehow he must have practiced or something because he started work Hmm. uh, in Guelph, Ontario. And uh, we lived in a little upstairs on a little store because my dad hadn't really had an in- an income yet yeah so um none of us could speak english there was a little girl that lived behind us she taught me my first american or english words hmm strawberry and watermelon oh we had never had peanut butter in sweden so that was a new thing mm. And then we moved to southern Ontario, and my dad got had a, a better job. And uh, pretty soon we bought our first house. And there, the Lutheran pastor asked me if I would like to take uh, uh, Bible lessons and get confirmed. Yeah. And so me and another Finnish girl that lived near there, we studied together. I learned the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that um, Sabbath was Saturday. Yeah, uh, I I just figured it was Sunday because that's when we went to church in Sweden, mm-hmm. and I didn't know any difference. Yeah, but uh, we were we were happy. Um, we finally moved to Maine, and um, the. When we sold our house in Chatham, Ontario, uh, my dad didn't read the small print on the sale of the house. Mm -hmm. And the lawyer and the realtor were in cahoost and they put in small print that my dad wouldn't receive the money for the sale of the house for 10 years. Oh! So we were, they didn't tell the children yeah but we had we rented a little summer cottage in by the beach because it was summer summertime-hmm and then when uh, fall came, my dad knew that we needed to go to school yeah so he we rented another house uh, closer to town and so they my dad must have been struggling because we depended on, the sale of the house to get another house. Hmm. But we, we didn't, um, the children never knew about it, and we, we didn't suffer. God was so good to us. Hmm. Amen. Um, yeah, and uh, I lived, finally my dad, we were able to buy a little house. It was five houses down from the ocean. And I remember going to sleep and hearing the waves and smelling the ocean from home. Mm -hmm. It was such a happy place. Yeah. And um, the Methodist pastor's wife visited our house and asked me and my sister, who's a year and a half younger than me, if we would like to teach Sunday school. So we said yes. Yeah. Because I love Jesus, and that was... My sister said yes, too, Hmm. and so all the time we lived there, we taught Sunday school. I had like first graders, and she had like second grade, something like that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and we lived there until I was a senior in high school, and um, I met my to-be husband in Maine because Um, he was the manager of the company that my dad was the chief engineer. Hmm. So they invited our family to come on the 4th of July to uh, visit them. Oh, yeah. And I could go too, but I didn't want to go (laughs) because I was 17 years old, and I didn't think I wanted to be with um, my mom and dad. You know, and then those are the years that you're kind of, Feel like you're independent more and you, yeah. got, you want to do what you want to do.
1: You want to go hang out with your friends, not yeah. your parents. Yeah,
0: but my mom said their son is visiting and he's he's coming up and he just might have to come. So I had been sewing my own clothes then because that was helping out the family because we we couldn't go to the store and buy clothes. I learned how to sew in home economics in Canada, and so I had made a turquoise dress with gold rickrack, oh. and my my to-be husband thought that I was pretty cute in my little <laughs> turquoise dress. <laughs> Aww. So, the Plant Manager's son asked me for a date the next day, and we had our first date on the beach. Mm. And my little brother was there throwing sand on us. <laughs> and uh, I remember we had many, many dates that summer on the on the beach, and uh, my my husband to be was uh, Jerry mm-hmm. and Jerry had signed up to go to officers' training school in uh, Virginia, and I didn't want to be left behind. So uh, we decided that we were going to get married, Mm. the two of us together. Yeah. He didn't go down on his knee and ask me. It was just kind of like an agreement. That's what we were going to do. Yeah, and so... uh, in uh, let's see October nineteen fifty eight we were married in washington d c and uh, and we couldn't be together until he graduated from OCS yeah. uh, officers training candidate school, I think <laughs> anyway. And then the next year, I was expecting Lori, and all the time I wanted to go to church. Yeah. And Jerry didn't want to go. He's a Jewish by race, but mm-hmm. didn't go to the synagogue. And so I didn't know what to do.
1: Yeah.
0: But we moved to California to be uh, sent to an air base there. And my husband now is a uh, first lieutenant. Mm. And. Uh, our neighbors invited me to go to church with them, and I went. And yeah. it wasn't until we were married for seven years that my husband's dad had retired and wanted to buy this farm in upstate New York, yeah. Middletown, New York, hmm. not really upstate, but 60 miles north of New York City. Oh, wow. And... um. I thought it was wonderful. We could live on the farm, and we had three little children by this time. But it wasn't so wonderful because I missed my own house, mm. and I wanted to cook for my own family. Yeah. But I couldn't because Cherry's mother wanted to do all the cooking. And I, I really was very unhappy. I cried a lot, and I tried looking in my Bible where what I could do to get some help. But I didn't know where to look. so um, I did I did have I did have a Bible class when we lived in Canada, and I remember the one verse, um, "Thy word is a lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path." Mm-hmm. And I remember that and they had given me my first Bible at that Bible class. I still have that Bible Aww. Um, but uh, in, uh, when we lived at the farm, I said to my husband, couldn't we rent a little place of our own so that life could be a little easier for us? Yeah. He said, by the looks of you, I think we better do that. Oh. <laughs> so he found us a little place, and it was about a half hour from the farmhouse. And uh, a Seventh-day Adventist lady knocked on my door. Mm -hmm. We had just moved in just about a week ago. And uh, she said the lady that lived there before me said that she uh, would like to take Bible studies. And she thought it was me. Oh. But it wasn't me. Hmm. But I did say, yes, I would like to study the Bible because I needed help. Mm -hmm. I really was searching for uh, a way to feel um, closer to God because I really... I didn't, I was unhappy at the farm, and I couldn't understand why Mm -hmm. it was that way, but I was. Yeah. So, I started taking Bible studies. Now, my husband was not happy with me because he said, "Uh, what church is that that you're going to study with? And when I said, she said Seventh-day Adventist, but I didn't know what that was because I had never met anybody that was one. Yeah. And so I, I had given her my word that I would like to study. So even my husband's uh, didn't like it. I decided I better keep my word and go to her little apartment and study with her there. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I, I learned I learned about the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It't didn't, She didn't tell me right away, but when I questioned her, what should I do on Sunday?" she said, "Take the kids and go to the park." And I was wanting to go to church. Yeah So the next week, she studied with me and, to, and, and showed me that the seventh day was not Sunday, that it was Saturday and i looked in the dictionary i looked up sabbath yeah and it said the seventh day and the fourth commandment in the the 10 commandments says remember the seventh day to keep it holy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so i wanted to keep it yeah and so i i did and at this point my husband said that if you join the seventh day Adventist church I'm going to leave you mm. but we were in love yeah. and we had children that we loved and cared for and it didn't make any sense that 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 would happen yeah. but I was threatened by it so I didn't I didn't go for a week I didn't go to prayer meeting or anything I st- I kind of looked out the window, and I thought, what is it going to be like when Jesus comes? And I want to be there. I want to be ready to go home with him.
1: Mm, So
0: then I called my Bible worker, and I said, uh, I would like to get baptized. Can you bring me to church on Sabbath? We had only one car, and my husband took it to work. So I did. I got baptized. Only I was dunked <laughs> underneath the water and my hair was all wet when I came home mm-hmm. for lunch. And lo and behold, my husband came home for lunch too that day.
1: Yeah.
0: And I looked him right in the eye and I said, Jerry, I love you so much, but I need to obey God. Mm. And he he looked at me like, you've gone and done it <laughs> but he didn't say anything he just looked at me mm. didn't say anything he never left me i still have him mm-hmm. he is now 85 years old and i'm going to be 81 and uh we i get to uh i get to hold his hand and say one verse every morning at breakfast time Mm -hmm. And we pray for all of our five children. Mm -hmm. And I feel that ever since I was a little girl, I've been protected. Mm -hmm. First in Sweden during the war, and then coming over the ocean all the time in Canada. And all my life, I feel that God has watched over me, protected me, and blessed me with a wonderful, wonderful family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm working at the church as a volunteer. We have a food bank here and we make quilts to give away to moms that have just had a child or even little children that come into the food bank. I give them a puff quilt because that's my specialty. Mm -hmm. And so I have made hundreds of puff quilts to be given away. And I want to say that I love Jesus with all of my heart. And I have a special Bible verse that I just love. It's Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou wilt keep him or her in perfect peace because his mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Hmm. And I trust Jesus with my whole heart. And I wish that you would be as blessed as I am. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, Siley. I really appreciate you sharing your story. It means a lot. And Thank you for that, because I think we all need to remember that, you know, <laughs> trials may come, and maybe people yeah. will threaten us to, you know, yeah. try to get us not to follow yes. the Lord, but we need to stay with Him, because yes. He will protect us, and He's going to guide us where He needs us, and He's going to help us find that meeting and that peace in our lives. Yes,
0: God loves us so much.
1: Mm-hmm. And thank you, Kavis. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank you for sharing. It means a lot, and thank you. That was that's a beautiful story. <laughs> you know, we all have our stories and God brings us from all sorts of places and we all need to give glory to God in Yes, that. yes. For sure. Well, since we didn't pray at the beginning, I'm going to pray now. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for Siley and for sharing her story, Lord, about coming to know you and her just being a friend to her throughout her whole life through and leading her and guiding her to a lovely church family and someone that could just really uplift her and support her in that time of need. And we pray that this is a blessing to others too, and that they can find you as your friend from this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you. And everybody, tune in next week for Kylie recording somebody else. Bye. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, share, like, and review. Also, you can contact us at our Facebook page that is God is Real, God is Good podcast, or you can email us at God is Real, God is Good podcast at gmail.com bye